Is it some devil that crawls inside of you? Yeah, so one, one of my earliest memories is with a honey bun and like on a fucking coffee table in my dad's apartment, just like probably covered in ashtrays and <laughs> beer bottles and fucking, then there's this little, like little corner, uh-huh. like, and I'd be eating the honey bun and I'd look through, it was like a glass top and it was transparent bottom and it had yeah. like a little like shelf area where you put like shoes if you're a normal family, but there was just like tons of like magazines you'd put and, like, shoes there random i don't know maybe i didn't put there I wasn't i didn't come from a normal family oh yeah this guy comes yeah, again yeah i love it what up mister i wonder how many times he's gonna interrupt the podcast going back and forth let drink every time a drink every time comes through oh he comes through fuck cheers I, well i meant more to your listeners but yeah us too Am I holding the microphone close enough? Yeah, that's fine. Should okay. be fine. If not, uh, another episode down the drain. <laughs> What's new? Don't remind me. Okay. <laughs> <sighs> Man, last night was great. Last night was great. Wasn't it, it feels great? like a fever dream. Um, I can't remember having such a good feeling without being like shit-faced or high or you know what i mean yeah. or like getting a bunch of money at once <laughs> yeah so i had a pretty pretty pretty, pretty, pretty good week <laughs> <laughs> oh week it was a pretty good week a pretty good week for me why was yesterday so uh lovely because we got to go see whitney cummings God. courtesy of Whitney Cummings. Oh my god. Oh, oh my god, shit. we're spoiled. We are. There's no way to like talk about it without bragging. Bra- like feel like feeling like a brag. Yeah, so anyways, Whitney Cummings gave me these tickets to her show. Yeah, she texted me directly. I mean, it's not that easy. It's not that simple. No, my dad had to die <laughs> to get them. So, rest in peace. It's quite Patrick. the sacrifice. Thank you. That's some Illuminati shit. <laughs> yeah so your dad passed away on september 4th and her show was just last night the 24th Uh uh-huh and her birthday and her was september 4th the day that my dad died that's even weirder that's even weirder yeah that's so weird should i explain how i got the tickets yeah yeah go ahead please okay so essentially uh, Whitney is part of that community text app that yeah. a lot of celebrities and comedians use to communicate with their fans. And I signed up for hers cause I love her. And I was actually sitting at dinner at Firestone with Ashley. You and Garrett had gone inside, I think to oh, touch yeah. each other's penises. That's right. That's right. We and were, we were seeing if my, uh, uncircumcised penis hood fit over his. Oh, okay. But then we found out we're actually both circumcised. Oh, shit. So we just, we just <laughs> kissed him. <laughs> kissed you know? tips. 
Okay. Um, and Ashley is a big fan of Whitney Cummings, too, and they're going to see her show in October, I believe, in L.A. That's right. Yeah. Did, oh, you know what? And last time we hung out with her, did you even tell her? Yeah, I did. Oh, did? I did okay. when we went bowling. I told her. Oh, okay. Because I was like, yeah, she I was don't... so excited. She was. It was. She's such a sweet girl, and she was like so nice and supportive about it. She was so happy for me. Uh, I might be saying something controversial right here, but might be the favorite of any of my friends' girlfriends. I'm trying to think. Think to if I'm like missing someone. Hmm. Well, apparently not. So, <laughs> okay. Because they're I can't not think coming of up. Not anyone that we're also like really directly friends with. Th- those don't count. Anyways, so Ashley and I were talking about it and I was like, yeah, well, uh, tickets for the Fremont are just like too expensive right now. I'm broke. Someone passing away is expensive because you have to take time off work and yeah. there's just a lot of expenses that come up. Anyways, so I was like, hmm, should I text Whitney and ask for tickets? You didn't even ask for tickets. I did didn't. You? No. But Ashley was like, oh, yeah, that'd be funny. <laughs> so I thought up a little text message, but I didn't want to directly ask for tickets because I don't know. I can't do that. That's embarrassing to me. Did it, would, did it feel like if you did that, you were more just taking advantage of the situation? Of, kind of. Uh, trying to like you, you play on someone's kindness? Yeah. I mean, I kind of felt that way even Regardless. how it happened. But so I sent a text that basically said like, hey, Whitney, you know, my dad just passed away. I could really use a laugh. My boyfriend and I saw you at Levity Live a couple years ago. We loved you. Still love you. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. Do you have any type of discount code for your Fremont show? And um, whatever. I really didn't think I was going to hear back from her. Yeah. But that night... I had a dream that she like sent a video back saying like, oh, well, let me give you tickets. Like, I'm so sorry, blah, blah, blah. And I told you when I woke up yeah, about that's the right, dream. Yeah, that's right. You had a dream. Yeah. yeah. And so whatever, the day went on, night went on, and the next night, I believe, at like four in the morning, she texted me back. And she was like, just text this number and we'll give you tickets. <gasps> I couldn't believe it. I felt like I was dreaming again. I, was I like, couldn't believe it. was literally so... Re- I think you had woken I me woke up. I woke you up to yeah, tell you because I, like, I couldn't even call. And I was still so asleep. I was like, well, of course it happened. Mm-mm. Life is a dream. We're dreaming. Still. Yeah. Like I was still... I had still... I still had DMT in my system <laughs> from dreaming, you know? Yeah. But yeah, it was unreal. Really exciting moment in my life. And, uh, yeah, ran downstairs, told my mom she was super happy for me. And fast forward fast two forward. weeks later, mm-hmm. three weeks later, no, two weeks, like later. a week. Oh, it doesn't matter. Just oh, fast okay. forward <laughs> whenever the time difference oh, was. Sorry. Okay. For fasting, we're fasting forward. Oh, fasting forward. No <laughs> more eating. Sorry. <laughs> um, yeah, we went to her show last night, and it was amazing. She is amazing. But first we went to that little fucking place. Eh, okay, let's not so talk about that. You don't want to talk about it? Oh, we can. Why not? Sure. You don't want to? No, we can't. Okay. <laughs> I just said so we, we can. Okay, so I worked at this wonderful place called Skyview. It's a hotel, uh, it's a resort hotel, fancy, bougie, like, boutique-looking place um, in Los Alamos, California. Okay. And what? Nothing. 
Don't dox us. Dox us. We don't, we don't live there. Um, and fucking loved the place. And there's a sister property, uh, like a county up called Granada. And they have this little speakeasy style bar called Nightcap. Mm-hmm. So Kylie was like, well, I'll check this one. Well, I've heard cool things about it. And when I think speakeasy, in my head, I'm like, oh, Dallas and I would like that. Mm-hmm. But anytime we go to a place like that, we don't like it. It fucking sucks. I, guess it's I just so have to, like, I have to, um, what's the word? Reprogram? No. I need to, when you, like, level your expectations, manage expectations. Give, give me a hint. Does it start with the letter F? I literally, I can't even think of what I'm trying to think of. When you um, accept something. Oh. Oh, maybe that's just what just, I'm looking just for. Just accept. I think I just need to accept that we are dive bar people. We're fucking dive bar, barfly, trashy, <laughs> dirty, <laughs> okay. diarrhea people. No, not that far, but I know. close. But we like a fucking more humble, nuanced place. Yes. It, it's like fucking night like speakeasies if they were like the way they are today back in the 30s they definitely wouldn't have been black people there <laughs> like that was like speakeasy was like oh this is where everyone can congregate and we're gonna illegally no yeah like, it does not feel you not don't get all, that vibe at all because you walk in you like better not be they a person so of color first of all it's so fucking pretentious we walked in there and we might as well have just told like like shushed a class of teenagers <laughs> as a teacher like shh everyone just gave us the weirdest vibe like uh they opened the door they let the light in oh yeah not fun no and i must have looked like i was 12 years old you must have and we fucking had to sit at the end of the bar so there's a whole <laughs> section of the bar that's about two feet lower than the rest of the bar so it looks like the fucking kids bar next to the real bar yeah the, the one guy, the first guy who came up to us was great. His name yeah. was, like, definitely, like, Bryson or something. Yeah. Yeah. He was okay. Yeah. He was okay. He was cool. Very polite. But he was almost too cool. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Where he was just like... I think... D- there he, was... <laughs> here's, here's my theory, is I think that he was new, obviously, because he wasn't making drinks. He was shaving ice, and... He's barback. Yeah, kinda. he was bar bitch. And he looked We just, only call the ladies that. Oh, sure. He looked just as nervous as us being in there. Mm. Like, he looked like he had the same feeling we did in there. Like, you what, know? Have, what have I walked into? Like, oh, I guess I don't belong here. Yeah. And, th- like, if you... Like, speakeasies were, from what I understand, clicky in the sense that you got to be in the know. And like yeah. you can't, you know, can't just tell any fucking pigster or whatever the fuck that there's a speakeasy down here. But this one's like, oh, you got to be in the Illuminati. You got to be in the fucking not the Illuminati again. Yeah, I know this fucking. Hey, there's a fly on there's your a honey fly bun. on my honey bun, you <laughs> cocksucker. Anyways, um, and so first off, he IDs you. Mm-hmm. Hilarious. Fine. Not, not me understandable uh amazing like milk <laughs> um <laughs> and we get a couple drinks and then he, he he brings us some water and i go to the bathroom i'm sorry we got we got water 
your our drinks did not come out until well after you were out of the bathroom. Thanks for skipping ahead to the. Part you of said the we story. got a couple drinks. I just wanted we to clarify. We ordered a couple drink. I'm not there yet. Oh God. God. I was just There's clarifying. Motherfucking fly on me. Okay. It sounded confusing okay, to okay, me okay. at least. Well. The the st- the details of a story unravel organically, or they don't. Okay. This is the, the way they've unraveled for us, though. That bike is beating that car. That's nice. That's funny. So I went to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. Um, there's two doors. One says gents. One says ladies. Someone's in the gentleman's room, bathroom. Um, it's California. It's not 2016 anymore. Um, the bathroom situation is pretty much like. It's unisex mm-hmm. everywhere. Like, there's always, like, a bathroom most places that, you know, is gender neutral. Like, you'll go to a place and you'll see the old triangle for ladies ripped off. And then there's, like, yeah. a, anyone can come in here. And then you come in and you're, like, oh, obviously, this this used to be the ladies' restroom. There's one toilet, no fucking urinal, and it smells great. That's weird. Mm-hmm. So, I go into the ladies' room thinking, yeah, what? I would do the same thing. What are the chances as soon as I come out or there's going to be a lady? You know what I mean? Sure fuck enough. I get out. Lady. Another lady. Two ladies. Two ladies waiting for the bathroom. They didn't even think to try the gents, which is funny because, like, how arrogant are guys where we're just like, uh, the men's is, the men's is busy. I get the women's too. You know? <laughs> Open the door and the uh, one woman is like this real Karen type bitch. Fucking, I just got pelted by an acorn. Did you hear that? <laughs> Bounce off my hat. Yeah. Jesus. Um, <sighs> there's one Karen type bitch. She said, well, you're not a lady. And I said, how oh. How dare she? Yeah, right? I was like, how dare you assume my gender? I mean, to be fair, uh, oh, you know what? I was even wearing a mask. Wow. Yeah. I put it on to go to the bathroom so no one would fuck with me because I was already getting weird vibes from the fucking speakeasy people. And she's like, you're not a lady. And I'm like, oh, sorry. Uh, I, I don't read so good. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just mm-hmm. beating her to the fact like, can't you read? You know? Yeah. Fucking bitch. And, and I was like, sorry, there was someone in the in the men's. So I went and used it. She's like, I don't know. I don't appreciate that. And I was like, oh, uh, uh, no, it's okay. I sat. <laughs> down when i peed and she's like uh-uh and she goes into her bathroom whatever and then the other lady super sweetheart was like oh um is there uh, just someone i was like you can just use the men's you know she's yeah. all like worried like uh-oh like can i do that like yes you can do that. i was a man there i was granting her general permission <laughs> that she could go into the bathroom so i she's like i, I don't want to can you check and i was like yeah i'll check open the fucking door there's no one in there yeah go use that one you know seats up good luck with that just piss everywhere idiot. yeah she was a sweetheart. And it was so funny because it was just one of those, like, how often am I really going to have, like, a conflict or a confrontation of, like, hey, I don't appreciate like that. Like, I got <laughs> I got karen in slow San Luis Obispo. No fucking, uh, you know, for my African listeners out there, don't know what slow is. There's several. Um, of course I was fucking bitched by uh, Karen in slow. Yeah. You know, they're everywhere there. It's no surprise. How bad do I smell that there's 39 <laughs> flies around me? Anyways. <laughs> so I get back to the fucking bar and our drinks still aren't there. Oh, okay. We, there we go. Yeah, we there we go. <laughs> we circled around. Thanks for heckling me. <laughs> now it's going to take even longer for this story to be resolved. Ugh. Drinks 
aren't even there yet. Before the the other bartender, the more seasoned one, we must look like kids at this fucking kids table. It's mm-hmm. obvious, like I said, two feet shorter. We're like looking up at you know all the adults drinking their fucking cunty beverages, and he has both drinks in hand. Mm-hmm. Must not must like must have forgotten or not known that the other guy ID'd at least you. Yeah. He's like, oh, can I see some IDs actually? Mm-hmm. Kylie got ID'd twice. <laughs> That's never happened to me before. How young do you look to where someone's like, mm, I'm not buying it. I need someone. I need a second yeah. opinion on I the ID. I also really don't look that young. But that's part of why I think that the other guy was new because I felt like they're not, I don't know if animosity is the right word, but I felt like the mixologist Ugh. did not trust the bar back. Yeah. And so that's why he did it. Like, I felt like it was kind of like a fuck you to all three of us. And then I even said something like, dang, how long? I even said, how young do you look that you get ID twice? Yeah. You know, just kind of saying like, hey, I'll, just trying to put it out there. Maybe he heard it like, hey, fucker. Yeah. Stop infantilizing us. Hey, idiot. We came into your bar. We're going to pay for these drinks and unfortunately tip you. I, I used to not understand people who, like, don't leave tips and stuff. And then I've had a couple interactions where I was like, oh, yeah, why would I give you more money? I paid for an overpriced drink and you were a cunt. Yeah. I don't want to give you any more money. But yeah. then you paid for it, so it was fine. <laughs> um, and I had a Negroni and you had a fucking... Yeah, they were simple drinks, too. They were too. simple drinks. Not a they lot. Shouldn't of have taken that long. Shouldn't Mine had a lot of alcohol. They took thirty fucking minutes to make two drinks, and we almost didn't get them because we fucking had to get ID'd. Yeah, it was just annoying. It was so annoying. And then the fucking fire alarm goes off. <laughs> <laughs> For like five minutes, I felt For like, like five minutes. And this is how like snooty people and slow are. The building is possibly burning <laughs> to the ground. Everyone stayed put. No one moved. No one moved. Some people looked around. You know, there's this nice, like, elderly couple hanging on in the corner booth. Hanging on? Yeah. (laughs) And, you know, they were like, oh. They looked at us. Yeah. Because we were like the, you know, evidently they're like, we're the oldest. You're clearly the youngest. (laughs) Get an ID twice. They felt a connection like, hey, we're on the bookends here. This bookends of life. Spectrum, (laughs) y'all. Oh, my God. That scared the shit out of me. (gasps) The trash can lid just got fucking Oh, my God. That scared me. I don't know why that that scared me so bad. I didn't know what the hell that was. (laughs) I was like the people in the bar just accepted my fate like it's burning down. Something's blowing up behind me. But, yeah, it fucking... And no one did anything. I hope that wind's not too bothersome to everyone. It's probably not any more annoying than the, like, tone of my voice. But... Is there a way to, like, mess with the levels in, in production or something? In post. In post. Well, Dayla will figure it out. Or he'll be like, no, there's not. Not at all. No, Scrap None it. whatsoever. Stop fucking sending me windy episodes, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Go indoors like a goddamn human. Why are you outdoors? What are you, a fucking ferret? <laughs> Ferrets are generally pets now, indoors. Might have, might have used a better, maybe a raccoon. I don't know about that. I don't know about that. I've seen a few pet raccoons. Every ferret I've encountered was a pet. Have you ever met a ferret? Yeah, there was this, like, really annoying, like, super they, uh, triggered persona fucking chick from Slow had a pet ferret. I said chick, but, I mean, God knows she's danced through the spectrum with a iron fist. She Remember we were walking through Slow, and we, like, both waved at her, and she gave me the, the finger and a thumb on her forehead, <laughs> Wait, L, no, loser. I don't remember We said hi, this. and she went... <laughs> 
<laughs> Wait, when was this? Well, years ago. <laughs> and in 2015, during that uh, little uh, period where we uh, were away from each other, um, <laughs> she had a ha- was having a Halloween party, and I had like texted her and was like, hey, could I come? And this is when I was like, feminist male feminist you know uh-huh. what i mean and i was like oh hey could i come as a feminazi because that's what they call them and i was gonna dress like in like a german outfit with like feminist logos on it uh-huh. thinking that's funny because i'm feminist and then yeah, i can yeah, be a yeah. Femi-, you know what i mean and yeah it was a big big fucking no i i didn't need to bring that up anyways <laughs> that was <Yeah>. funny <laughs> so and yeah who who yeah okay I was gonna get ahead of myself on our story here, but were you? That was that was a nightcap. I left there for the last time after going <laughs> there for the first time. Yeah. Not as home downtown feeling, and that's how you describe Norman's, the restaurant and bar at Skyview. Yeah. Mm. It's it and don't get us wrong. It's really nice. Norman's is great, and it's pretty, and it's nice. I like the view better. Views great. I like the windows. It's it just, very open. Yeah. It's the antithesis to a speakeasy. But also, it's a hilltop bar. Yeah, but also the people are just more people. More down to earth. And they don't. They're not like I'm 23 and a mixologist. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Shout out to mixologists. And then I found out, oh, the, the reason that guy was being so snooty is when I uh, came back from the bathroom, uh-huh. I found out I was a foot and a half taller than him. And I was like, oh. ah, that's why he's like, he sees people in short seats. So there's n- n- hell hath no fury like a short man. Mm-hmm. I tell you what, dude. I'll tell you what, dude. So carry on. Oh. We left Nightcap. Yep. We left Nightcap. <laughs> we went to the theater <laughs> and usually we're pretty urgent about getting to the theater on time yeah. or even like getting in line but yeah. we didn't even didn't even know what to well, do we still kind of got there on time but yeah um anyways went up to will call gave him our names and then they didn't even make us get in line they just opened the ropes open the VIP ropes for ropes. us we yeah cut, like 30 people in line yeah vip treatment. i felt so powerful. powerful felt so good i felt so i fancy. felt like the mixologist <laughs> <laughs> well and it was like it, as soon as we told the guy like hey we have some like tickets for will call and he's like okay yeah and we like <laughs> gave him our names and he was like looked at him and he was like right this way <laughs> and like opened the ropes and some dude in cargo shorts too it's mm-hmm. funny because the ticket said artist comp artist comps i know that's cool that was fucking cool so we went we saw our seats and i was so blown away by our seats because she got us tickets too yeah what me go ahead yeah keep going oh because uh sorry just had a brain fart (laughs) because i interrupted i'm sorry um you know, we got these tickets for free. Whitney gave them to us. <laughs> Thanks, Thanks, Whitney. Whitney. Um, I was I was expecting any seat. You know, I I didn't Back have row for sure. yeah. That I didn't like have my expectations sh- yeah. set, especially because of the sold sold out. Oh shit, the show was sold out. Yeah. Um. So I was like, whatever. Like I'm gonna be happy with anything. Mm-hmm. 
And then we're third row in the middle of the aisle, perfect seats. And I was like, this is so nice. Like, I could not ask for anything better right now, aside from my dad to be alive still. But, you know, uh, you can only ask for so much. So Don't get greedy. Yeah, don't get greedy. Exactly. So it was just such like a cherry on top. I know. I was so excited. We just got up there, found out our seat. There wasn't like three other people in the whole theater that had even found their seats yet. So we were yeah. even earlier than I thought. And I'm like a very punctual well, it's person. Because we got to go ahead of everyone. In oh, line. that's right. Yeah. It's because we got to fucking cut everyone. Idiots. <laughs> fucking losers. Yeah. <laughs> Have your dad die once in a while. Cause I'm afraid tech ads. <laughs> um, Put yourself out there. Yeah. Jesus. Live a little. Or not. Oh. Okay. So, anyways, it was, and it was perfect too because if you're any closer, like you have to crane your neck a little, you have to cant it and like look up and you're like, aha. I think that's another thing is why I didn't have a headache throughout the whole show and after. Oh, yeah. Cause I always try to make a sit front row. Yeah, well, yeah. Yeah. Which I get. Especially I also, at a comedy show. Yeah. Especially at a comedy show. I want to know. Heckle me. Heckle me. Fucking! I oh, remember she used me as her like punching prop oh, in so Oxnard. Sexy. God, she can punch me anytime. Okay, um, so we fucking. I was so excited. I was like, let me go get drinks. Mm-hmm. Let's go buy drinks. Mm-hmm. Loved it. It was so much good energy. You went to the bathroom. I went to the line to get drinks, and I saw my old teacher from Lopez. Let High me interrupt School. you, please. I saw your teacher first. You, While I was in the bathroom, we were washing our hands at the same time. Uh-huh. Yeah, I had no idea who she was. I was wearing an ACDC shirt because I stand my boyfriend. Hmm. So now I like ACDC. Not really. Cool shirt, though. Um, one of the better albums <clears throat> on your shirt, too. Let there be Cool. One. So was wearing an ACDC shirt. She said, cool shirt. And I said, thank you. And she said, have you checked out the tribute band i said no she said oh they're here on the central coast actually the lead singer is my brother and i said oh that's awesome i'll have to check them out and then i left the bathroom i went then we both got in line separately because you wanted beer i wanted wine so we got our own drinks and then when i got out of line i saw you talking to someone now you can take over yeah so naturally I I recognized her and I went, holy shit! Like you know when you recognize someone, you're like, I think I kind of know them. Like where do I know that person from? I knew exactly where I knew her from. I remembered her name, everything. Mm-hmm. She was my math and PE teacher in uh, my sophomore year of high school. Wow. Um. And she was great. Her uh is fucking Miss Rupert. And Mrs. Ah, Mrs. Mrs. Rupert. Mrs. Ender to some people. That is people. such a teacher name. It is a very teacher name, but she was formerly Mrs. Ender, uh, who was another teacher All there. Right, don't dox her. Okay. Um, just kidding. <laughs> okay. True. Uh, anyways, um, so I walk up to her. I knew immediately who she was, and I said, right. "She was like ignoring me, like she's grabbing her beers, <laughs> and I'm standing." Pretty close, right? Uh, like close enough. Like if I didn't know you, I'm getting ready to defend myself for some reason. Um, so I think she's just kind of nervous, and obviously she has this like hot older dude with her, um, like behind and everything. Hey, I like that guy's Hi. Tacoma. It's a nice truck. He's like, what the hell are these fucking hipsters doing? Um, there's an American flag on my hat, sir. Please leave us. Please leave us be. Uh, <laughs> Please give us space. So, 
yeah i was like are you mrs miss rupert and she like sprung up and like turned around she's like i've been found like ah the mask didn't work you know (laughs) and she said yes and i said my name's Dallas Gardner. <laughs> I, had to use, I had to use my slave name and everything, like Dallas uh, Gardner. And and I went to school with you. And and I know she knows it was recent because I said Miss Rupert, mm-hmm. and it was so recent. So when I went to school with her, people were still calling her Mrs. Ender. Yeah, <laughs> Endered their marriage. Oh shit! Ooh, sorry. Uh, anyways, um. And I, and oh. I knew you would be right. Oh, this drink. guy. Take a drink. Take a drink. Fucking hear that pussy slaying machine out there. <laughs> <laughs> How can I get like the dorkiness of a scooter with like the corniness of a chopper? Let's He's upsetting the it. sheep. He's upsetting the sheep. Mm. Or the goats, whatever they are. Bad boy. <laughs> Here he comes. Oh, my God. Here he comes. We have crowd. <laughs> crowd. We're attracting a crowd now. I wish this guy would... Oh, I think that constitutes another drink. That thing is about to blow up between his balls. <laughs> So, yeah, I'm talking to an older woman, so I know Kylie's, like, right, she's like, who the fuck is this, right, like, okay, mentally right buddy. behind her. Um, well, you know, I'm sure there's, like, a, a little bit of your, you know. No, I couldn't see her. So, when so I, like, like went around a- you, I was like, oh, it's someone we know. I was yeah. expecting to see someone we know. And then you were like, who the fuck is that? And then I was like, oh, that's really weird, because I was just talking to her in yeah, the bathroom. Super weird. And then she asked for a picture with me, which yeah. I was like, hey, what the fuck? And she, I think she had to. Like, she's like, "Oh, we all we all play this game. Like, who's this? You know, obviously didn't remember me." I think they just have a group chat where they roast and all like, their students. Look, one of our, it's like they probably have like, "Hey, we found one not on meth. We're doing great." Oh, or, maybe. Uh, yeah, you know, someone's doing great. I mean, how can you? How can she prove I'm not on meth though? Other than my just love handles. Your <laughs> you know? I think just by your uh, demeanor, demeanor, your face, your that's beautiful. Thank you. Yep. So that was super cool seeing like, and she was one of my favorite teachers from my, f- one of my favorite high schools. I went to six. So there's some, ch- some to choose from. There's a ranking. Um, <laughs> and it was just like, damn, this night is going great. This is like, yeah, I got a bathroom story at the sh- fucking dumb speakeasy nightcap. Kylie got us free tickets, fucking cut the front of the line. I saw a teacher from 10 years later. Wow. Anyone that you liked. And one that I liked. I know if it was someone I didn't like, I would have been like, good luck recognizing me with this mustache. Uh, <sighs> and she had already spoken to you and you were like, oh my God, how funny. We were fingering each other in the bathroom. Or whatever <laughs> okay. Washing each other's hands. That's right. Um, <laughs> and it's just already off to a great, great start. Yeah. It's going pretty good. Pretty <laughs> good yeah oh my turn and then yeah come on in you were there too Fill us we in were the sitting down waiting um great great um pre-show hip-hop music i don't think it's really hip-hop whatever it was 
I enjoyed it. It was fun. The music that they played before the show. No, I'm not getting any any com- I, <laughs> no well, conversation. I, you're telling me things. Are, you just got. I was just trying to get you to yeah, fill but in it's the a conversation. Story. Anyways, we're sitting there. All of a sudden, someone says, "Kylie," and I look over. And it was my fucking dad's nurse from when he was in the hospital a few weeks ago. Probably almost like um, a month ago now. Yeah. Yeah, I guess you're right. And this nurse was not just any nurse this nurse was fantastic she was the nurse the day the first day that we were in there and she was so sweet and so kind um my dad loved her she like fit right into the family if you will she had the same like personality sense of humor she made us laugh it was just it was just she was so nice and she made us feel really comfortable she took great care of my dad um, and I've, I heard nothing but great things about her too. Yeah. So it was really cool to like meet her and yeah. the fact that she was three seats away from us. Uh, just two like, empty that's seats too away fucking from us. crazy. That's so weird. I just felt like it was my dad being like, okay, be friends. I know she like, well, first of all, we were sitting there and I was like drinking my beer just kind of casually like, and then she kind of like looked over and I was like, is she getting like upset at me? Cause I'm mask is off and I'm <laughs> drinking a beer or something. I mean, I she's like, a nurse. Well, right. And so I was like, who the fuck? You know, I'm like, what is going on? And then she like looked and then I could, she was like, like this, like look of recognition. And I was like, oh no, dude, do I, I don't know her. Do I? <laughs> I was like, oh shit. So I just sat there and then like, I could tell she was going to get up. She like set her stuff down and I like just stood, sat up real firm in my chair. Just like <laughs> got my drink and was just like bracing. It's always this fucking theater, isn't it? Here we go. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> it is. <sighs> so I just sat there and I went. <laughs> Helmet on. Just securing my hat. Yeah. So anyways. <laughs> oh, sorry, go ahead. And then she walked over and she was like, Kylie, and I was like, Oh thank fucking God. <laughs> and she was like, What'd you say? You were like, No fucking way. I just yeah, I, I think I did. Because I couldn't believe it. She's like, Are you sh- oh oh I think you were like, Are you fucking my ass right now? Did I really say that? <laughs> In my head you did. Oh my god. Well I do I think say you that. You said it to me, yeah. Oh, I think I did. Like when I put my stuff down, I think I said, are you fucking my ass right now? (laughs) I got that lovely saying from my dad, actually. So I'll carry that on. (laughs) Like one of those things Whitney was talking about. (laughs) Um, Anyways, yeah. So that was just too bizarre. Too bizarre, too weird, but really cool. Like really cool. Um, Yeah. And then the show was amazing. Unbelievable. Um, her producer all of them opened, were funny. did did like three minutes, and you know, crowd she was work. Cute and funny. Uh, super cute, adorable, like endearing. Brings out uh, Benton Ray, the co-host yeah. of the Good for You podcast. I don't know if that's what I should his title, but I didn't know he was so funny. He crushed it. He killed. He was so confident. Had a bunch you must of swagger not know out Benton there. Ray. I must not know Benton Ray and. So I was really impressed because I really love to see who comics bring on the road with them to open because mm-hmm. some of them will bring, and, and I heard this from Rogan, so I'm kind of like parroting it, but some guys and girls will bring people who aren't funny and just keep them there yeah. as their opener. So they come out and they look like the hero of the show and then uh, they that crush. that makes sense. That then, sucks. <laughs> so, so like, and then, it, and I know 
that people certain people do that because i've we've been to shows right yeah okay who the fuck was are you fucking with me that that shit are you fucking my ass yeah and then it yeah, and then the first, what, first time we saw Rogan fucking Hinchcliffe open and then Joey oh, he Diaz. Was way funnier. They were way funnier they were than Rogan. Way funnier than <laughs> Rogan was that night. And I was like, fuck, you know. He fucked up. <laughs> no, he didn't fuck up. He, that's exactly, you know, he's like, it makes him better. And then, you know. Okay. So it, well, good for him. Yeah. But no, Benton, Benton is him. hilarious. I, I, I've never seen Benton stand up, but I've heard him on the podcast and I think he's so funny. Yeah. Great stuff. It was really. And he's from Tennessee. Really impressed to see that yeah he he really was like solid like he was super funny and the thing is like him and Whitney's energy together is and and their relationship is so hilarious too like it's a comedy act and on its own it is you're right yeah and then Whitney killed it but she always does she's fucking genius yeah and then he brought Whitney on and I couldn't tell you what the first 10 minutes of opening jokes were there's no fucking way. If you put a gun to my head and you said, name one thing she said, I'd one. say, nice ass. Oh, fuck. God damn. What Dude, was that? She had a jumper. Where did has, that come from? She, I think it's funny. She has fake tits. I think she must have a fake ass now. Not you literally. Think? No, no, no. I'm just oh. teasing. But, um, dude, the fucking butt ma- matches the boobs. I can't even that talk. That was unreal. Getting fucking. It was unreal. But regardless of her butt, she, what? I'm listening. I'm oh, sorry. I was oh thinking God. about her butt. Sorry. Oh. I was like literally mouth agape, like <laughs> staring into was. space, thinking about her ass. I was, okay. got worried. So <laughs> anytime it looks like there's danger around, <laughs> just thinking about ass. Okay. Well, regardless of her butt, let's not um, take away from how hilarious she was because <sighs> she was genius, hilarious. So good. Smart. I like her pretty, material right funny, now. gorgeous, perfect. Really? What can I say? Seriously. And then she did did the the r kelly ignition joke yeah oh my god okay <laughs> don't give away her material i'm not no i'm but, not gonna give away the I'm just kidding yeah. but yeah no she's I, I i don't feel that i've ever really had like a female that like i i look up to um she is my joe rogan yeah i I really admire her. I mean, she's she's so intelligent, and mm-hmm. she's always learning, and she's very smart. She's very practical. I, I, yeah, I, you and know, funny. I'm so glad she finally had a, got a podcast because me too. I've I've known about Whitney Cummings since I was in Miss Rupert's class. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. And I was like, this broad, no one likes her. What's the problem? Um, and I used to think that because. I found her on the Comedy Central roasts and oh. everyone was like shitting on her. And I was like, wow, everyone's really mean to her. Mm-hmm. Like it seemed like almost too much to where I was like, why don't people like her? I love her. She's hot. Mm-hmm. And her name's Cummings. Like how, yeah. how does no how one could like you not this? like her? Yeah, exactly. Um, and fucking years later, here we are. Here we are. Have we really only seen her twice? I swear we saw her one time at the comedy store. Am I wrong? Um, Maybe I am. I think we thought we were going to because there are the marquee. Yeah. There was the main I room and original room. Did. Yeah. Do you need a piss? Yeah. I got a piss. Yeah. Um, there's some bushes over there. Okay. Go. Oh. We'll where's take teams. Yeah, I'll hold that. Did I say we'll take teams? <laughs> fucking idiot. What is in this bang energy drink? Crack. Yeah. 
driver door is open. Oh, okay. She's going to piss in my car. You fucking kidding me? Well, I have WeatherTech mats, so it works perfect. Not to brag. Not to be bougie. I didn't pay for them. Came with the truck. Oh, my God. Dude, seriously, Whitney's ass was fucking... <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Go in the bushes. She's hilarious. Kylie's trying to do the double door trick, pissing between the doors, but she's only five feet tall, and my truck has, like, a... Uh, a spacer lift on the front so her whole ass is out right now i can just see her whole butthole facing me i hope no one drives by they're gonna get a one hell of a free show damn anyways um this is hard it's hard hard to focus here i have toilet paper in the back i literally do she's air drying hilarious i don't know i don't i don't know i don't get it i don't have to put up with it I saw your asshole whole ass. Absolutely. The doors provided no coverage. Anyways. Um, that's my girlfriend. That's my baby. <laughs> we are in love. Things are going great. Uh, you know, sans her losing her dad. What? I don't have nicotine gum. If you find nicotine gum, bring me some stat. But I think that's... I think she found my nicotine gum. God damn it. Um, I think those are probiotic. Is it nicotine gum? Bring it. I would love some. You're lying. Let me see. Oh, that's fucking years old. God damn it. Look, it even says expires uh, 20. Yours? Definitely. Really? Yeah. How are you turning nicotine gum? Because writers and comedians were talking about how nicotine's good for writing years ago. And this was years ago now. This is 2018, 2019. <laughs> damn. How bad do I need to clean my truck? I'll always find out. I'm not worried about you finding out about me chewing nicotine gum three years ago. Oh. Okay. Because I, I have smoked cigarettes and cigars and crack in front of you, so. <laughs> Did you lock my truck? Yeah. Alright. Well, your turn to talk because I gotta take a piss now, too. Oh, shoot. I'm s oh, shoot? Yeah. Don't fuck up. Should I. Do I really talk or. Yeah, I really talk. Okay. Yeah. Uh. Oh, got to take a drink. Motorcycle passed. Uh, what are they called? A pussy? No, what are they called? Crotch rocket. That's it. Crotch rocket. I hope you can hear those goats or sheep or whatever they are. Alright, he's walking into the forest to pee. I don't really have enough confidence to be sitting here with a microphone in my hand all by myself while people pass by. It's kind of embarrassing. <sighs> Everyone excited for fall? 
what are we dressing up as for Halloween? I have zero idea. Hmm. TikTok, you know, I watch a lot of the TikTok. I'm not proud of it, but I do. And I've been wa I've been seeing a lot of videos people are making regarding like cool Halloween costumes. Um it's actually pretty nice cuz it's like you know, I've I've done the whole like trying to Pinterest Halloween costumes, but they're very stale on there. I mean, as is kind of everything with Pinterest these days. It's just not what it used to be in high school, middle school. But people are coming up people are very creative on TikTok, I'll tell you what. It's not all bad. You get some good ideas. Good recipes too. Here he is. I really did talk the whole time. No, I swear. I believe tell him, you. Tell him, guys. I'm not tell him. I really did talk I the whole time. I believe you. If you were a dude, I would have not believed you. Dude I'm going to make you like, listen Bleh. to this part just so you can hear what I said. All right. <laughs> okay. Whew. That was quite a trek. I know. I had you to walk went a into the fucking forest. Well, there's, there's people driving around and... I know, I was going to say, I was telling the folks at home here, anyone who drove by was going to see your asshole. Did anyone drive by? Oh, I don't know. I was looking at your asshole. Oh. How'd it look? Pretty, 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 pretty good. <laughs> Thanks. We've been watching a lot of Curb. A lot. A lot of Larry Dave. It's kind of all we've We're been like on watching. season nine, season ten or something. I never thought I would live to see the day where I watched that much Curb Your Enthusiasm. Twelve-year-old uh, me is so happy right now. Aww. When I was twelve, it was probably only like three, three seasons in, maybe. I don't know. Doesn't matter. Um. Whew. I'm recovering from that walk, man. I'm fucking <laughs> out of breath here. Well, should we get back to the Whitney story? Oh, yeah. Um, so, yeah, Whitney crushed it. That was great. As always. As always. And something very special about Whitney that is really cool is she always stays after her shows and signs and takes pictures with literally everyone. There is no cutoff. She does not stop until everyone is gone. And she's, you know, very adamant and thanks everyone for their patience. She's so... She's, because she spends, like, quality interactions with everyone she, she really can. She does. And she's so, she's so kind. You know, I mean, as much as you can when you're, like, a couple drinks in, just did a cool show. And sure. She said she always wanted to do that theater. Do we believe her, though? I, Sometimes people just say things, don't they? Sometimes, definitely, definitely. Like, performers are like, oh, I always want to do that. I mean, it did. It seemed like she really loved it. She took, like, pictures of it and stuff. I don't know. Like, I watched all of their Instagram stories when I woke yeah. up this morning. Uh -huh. Emily was so drunk. So drunk. That was, that was crazy. so funny. Did you, did you watch any of the Instagram stories? Yeah. Yes. Oh, my God. That's funny. <laughs> I would. That feels like something that I would do, and then I would I would be so mortified I'd have to kill myself the next day. I mean, she pulled it off because she's cute and funny. Yeah. But, like, I would... Oh, She God. was classic drunk white girl. It was hilarious. Yeah. It was very endearing. Yeah. Um, she's a cutie pie. She is. But, yeah, so Winnie stays after. Um, obviously, I think nearly everyone got went up to the front to get something signed or to talk to her, take a picture. And obviously, I wanted to do the same. More so just because I really wanted to thank her. Yeah, and, and I was there 
just I would have loved to get you know a picture with everyone and <laughs> yeah and maybe let Benton sign my chest oh hell yeah <laughs> but um yeah I really wanted to thank her because I mean we were fortunate enough that when we saw her at Levity Live which um is a comedy club smaller club probably, yeah. probably a 300 seater yeah um when we were there we got to talk to her we sat in the front row then yeah she told Allison that we had great energy yeah. <laughs> and she signed didn't we both buy books we both bought a book and she signed our copies yeah, yeah. she signed our copies and we got pictures so that was really cool mm-hmm. and um yeah so we had already met her and like very nice already had, had an autograph before cool picture with her and everything yeah, yeah. it was nice um, but I really wanted to stay so I could thank her. Dallas. This is my show. Yeah, we're in the middle of a nice story. Farts are part of life. I don't think that needed to be a part of this <laughs> podcast. This isn't called the Good Etiquette Podcast. Uh, Come on. Are you sniffing the mic now? No, I'm letting it breathe over here. <laughs> That's why it's away from my fucking face. Your face is pretty close to it. <laughs> I don't smell anything. I don't think it got through these jeans. These things. Okay. Whatever. Anyways, we stayed after. We stayed for a really long time because we kind of waited until everyone was gone. And talked to Emily and talked to Benton, and they were both very sweet. Benton and I talked about being from Tennessee. Um, and we got both of their autographs, which was really cool. And then he, he said, he was like, are you with her? Do you know her? And I was like, "Mm, no, never met her in my life. uh, Speaking, speaking about Kylie. And he was like, you want me to sign your chest? (laughs) And I was like, and I just laughed, not saying yes, but not saying no, you know? So I was teasing him a little bit about it uh not really and he says you're homophobic aren't you you're a homophobe <laughs> that was funny and i was like no and i then, felt so validated fuck off <laughs> and then and then <laughs> emily who is on her knees on the stage like talking to fans just engaged in heavy eye contact just hears emily he's a homo- homophobic he's homophobic and she just turns around she says you're homophobic and i was like no what what is this i feel i felt personally attacked because the only people around are other white chicks so if this were medieval times i'd be i would have already been like burned at the stake like stabbed like meaning you know i if they thought i was actually homophobic they're Mm. fucking on it so i was like oh shit the animals were turning you know Mm -hmm. fucking because people are you know, people are like that mob mentality gets there. Sure. And I was like, uh oh. She said, "What? What's on your hat? Turn around!" And a fucking course. I'm wearing a fucking black rifle flat uh, fucking hat. Has a big American flag. Embarrassing. And a short-barreled rifle on it. She says, "What That's is that? True. A gun and a American flag." You're homophobic. <laughs> yeah, he did also so. look at me and say, "Is that your boyfriend?" And I said, "Yeah." And he said, "Not anymore." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. Yeah, go Benton. Mm-hmm. So he's the best. Yeah. 
I remiss not letting him just sign my chest because I could have gone without the next time. Next time. Also, only person who made me feel attractive that night was Benton. N- not that wow. you didn't. You we, we were you were you know looking at Whitney. I don't blame you. But who wasn't? That's true. Yeah, that makes sense. So, finally got to talk to Whitney. She came down to sign my ticket, and I said, hey, I just wanted to thank you. You gave me tickets because my dad died. (laughs) And she said, oh, I'm so sorry. And I said, thank you. And she said, no, I mean for the tickets. (laughs) This must have been traumatizing. (laughs) And... Uh, she asked when he passed and that's when I told her September 4th and then she was like that's my birthday and it just got really weird and then she was like it's my birthday wish yeah <laughs> it's like yeah. you had one wish yeah how dare you um and yeah so got uh, she talked to me for I, I don't even know how long because it, it was felt so like 20 minutes yeah it was it was so one-on-one and it was so like directed. I've never been we had a so conversation with uh celebrity comic like you're you know when you're heroes True, truly like i couldn't have asked for anything more like i was i was in flow state with my hero yeah that's what it felt like and it was so it was such a rich conversation of exactly what i needed because she talked to me so much she's lost her dad and the reason that i think uh I had already brought this up like I think to you and maybe to my mom that like I remember listening to a podcast she did with Nicole Byer yeah um where she even brought that yeah Yeah. well that's because I said it to her and I couldn't remember who the guest was and then she was like oh Nicole Byer because Nicole lost both her parents yeah and they talked about you know obviously my dad has been sick for a long time so it's always been in the back of my head losing him and stuff Mm mm-hmm um, but I was very in denial about it for a long time. So, uh, hearing stuff like what they talked about, how like you're never prepared for losing a parent and like just how devastating it is and how life changing it is. Like it hurt. It really hurt to hear that. And I almost wanted to turn the podcast off, but yeah. I, I didn't, I listened to the thing and good for you. it really literally, literally good for you podcast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it really stuck with me. And so I told her about that. Um, she just talked to me about a lot of things regarding grief that like I needed to hear because it's a super lonely experience. And I have one friend that's been through something very similar to what I've been through. But other than that, I feel like I I haven't, I, I know they're around, but I haven't talked to anyone really that has understood yeah you know also i think like it's one of those personal experiences for everyone like you're always going to feel like no one understands how you feel or what you're going through yeah even though you can't replicate your relationship with the person you lost with another person but the things that she said really really helped they really resonated with me and they really she really had a lot of like powerful statements about the situation and i knew that she would because she is intelligent that's how that's how she rolls yeah but it, it was just, it was exactly what I needed. Like, it just felt like my dad set it up perfectly. It really fucking did. Like, it was pretty bananas how crazy, like, uh, 
just a short turn of events of yeah. losing him on her birthday. That's so Messaging weird. her, having her give us the tickets, give Kylie the tickets, really. not I'm just was a beneficiary of it. And uh, yeah, being, you know, in the same row that your dad's nurse was in, was in and then so talking weird. to her. It, it was really just it was so serendipitous yeah that's the word i was looking for thank you you know yeah but i'm i'm forever grateful for everything that whitney told me it really helped me i told my mom about it this morning made my mom cry and whitney was almost like tearing she was was crying yeah she was crying because she's been through the same thing i could tell kylie's tearing up whitney's tearing up i'm about to fucking cry over here it was really nice and it was really powerful and it's just like what i needed um, especially from someone that means so much to me. So that it was just, it was so fucking cool. And I'm really thankful. And she signed my t-shirt cause I bought a t-shirt cause I thought at least I could do since I didn't pay for your fucking tickets yeah. is buy a t-shirt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you get some money from me. <laughs> sure, yeah. So bought a t-shirt. She signed that. So did Benton and they all signed my ticket. It was really sweet. And I'm very grateful and that is an experience I will never forget. And I'm super happy that I got to experience it with you. Yeah. I'm really happy to have been that ambassador with you. Emotional ambassador. Thank you. And then it was, we had a really yummy dinner. And then I... Oh, yeah. We did. Never mind. Yeah. We had a really yummy dinner. And then the night was perfect. It was perfect. Wasn't it? Yeah. It was pretty fucking perfect night. Yep. Truly. I think that was the only time I've been to a show at the Fremont and didn't take a photo of the marquee. I know. I, I was I so was bummed. I was picture of you and I was like, damn it. Yeah, I was bummed when I... I took some good pictures. I think I took some good pictures of Whitney and Benton and everyone else and Emily. Yeah, and I haven't even looked at them yet. Oh, you got to check them out. I'm sure We didn't get a picture together this time, but the conversation that we had exceeds any picture I possibly could have gotten. So. Yeah, and it honestly just felt kind of like shallow to be like Cheap, it would have cheapened, cheapened the experience the, exactly to be like hey can we get a photo with you yeah oh and she suggested a couple other podcasts that she's had guests on where they discuss grief mm-hmm. that she wanted me to listen to and she literally wrote down the I names know she on literally the paper. wrote the names down like i felt like i was talking to an aunt or something that i really look up to yeah. I mean, I'd rather, I want to be her friend, so I don't even want to say aunt, but mm-hmm. like, even though she's not, it's not motherly, but there's just something so powerful about her where you're just like, oh, I want, I need your advice and I'm seeking your advice. Yeah. And like, I'm just so thankful that I actually got it like one-on-one. Like, that's so cool. I've never had a more surreal night in my whole life. Like it, it, I feel like it even sounds unreal. It does. It, it feels like you could have just had a dream that this happened. I do feel like I, I and did. You had like a dream I don't even, part of it happened too, I know. which is even I don't funnier. even feel like it's like settled in totally. It's so bizarre. It is bizarre. Um, but like I said last night, you deserve everything that's happening right now. Thank you. For everything you've been through. Thanks. I mean, why, why wouldn't you, you know, life's a cruel bitch, but 
there can be like some really forgiving and really fun wonderful times that balance all of the cruelty out yeah that's true because I think that I really needed that because after losing someone you really just feel like nothing fucking matters and it's like what good or fun will ever be or happen again kind of well it's not only that because I feel like within these past couple weeks of my dad passing away you know a lot changes really fast and something like to take into consideration is I mean almost for the past four years but especially like for this past year and since we've moved back here yeah I and like my mom and brother and stuff haven't been able to do anything because you my to, dad was yeah. so sick you that gotta put your life on hold and yeah. put a lot of things off for and longer exactly. than so anyone would like to in these past two weeks we've we've already done like a lot of of fun things that we haven't done in a couple years i'd say well yeah definitely a couple years because of the pandemic too yeah that put a whole nother fucking monkey wrench in the and i always get this feeling I get it all the time now. Last night was one of the first times that I haven't had it where it's like, yeah, this is fun, but it it doesn't really matter because my dad's not here and I can't tell him. She you know? sa- and she said that, that my dad's in me now, yeah. which sounds hilarious coming from a comedian, but I'll take it because yeah. <laughs> I know that it was nice. <laughs> it was very nice. Well, and... and I think everything that kind of embodies him and all the memories you have of him, you now get to express through from within, from mm-hmm. your memory, fr- from your creativity. That autonomy you have is something you can, we can access him through. Yeah. If that makes sense. Like, like it doesn't every, feel like it yet. It probably I'm not there doesn't. Yet. I know it probably doesn't, but I'm. I last f- night it did. Last I'm night. sorry to interrupt you, but last night like felt because it felt like he set up the whole thing. Yeah. Because it was just too weird. It was very, very weird. Huh? Very weird. Oh, I thought you said rude. I was like, no, not rude. <laughs> <laughs> it was just so weird that it it felt like he knew exactly what was going on, but. Other than that, like, maybe you should talk because I'm going to cry. That's okay. You can cry. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Very, things like that, moments like that happening in life just constantly disrupt any sort of cynicism and negativity. I kind of have, so. Yeah. Speak. I mean, just speaking for myself, like, it just further kind of proves how uh, how how much of a mystery life in existence is. Really. I've been thinking the other day, like. 
I feel like what a peaceful and, and totally correct me if I'm wrong. Not that like I feel like talk to me. People comment back and forth. Well, I'm, I'm not even speaking of you because I think that you might understand where I'm coming from. Um, but I feel like it must be such like a peaceful existence to believe in like just ha- just a plain old heaven and hell and God because in your mind if you so firmly believe that there's no question to where your loved one is and you're just like oh yeah they're they're up there looking down and they're waiting for me up in heaven and soon we'll be together forever yeah but I don't have that because I don't believe that and I I can't I can't trick my mind into thinking that at this point so I'm just like I think that's one of the hardest parts is just like, well, but what happened? And will I see him again? And where is he? And what is he doing? Because I don't have any any firm belief on anything. I know what he believed, but not to an extent to where it it's giving me any type of like peace. I understand. And I don't do well with the unknown. So I think that's part of what's really tripping me up. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think uh, what you had told me a while ago about everyone's afterlife is that it just becomes an embodiment of their own interpretation. Like, Mm -hmm. you believe this happens, so that happens to you. You leave the you know the simulation of life whatever it may be yeah whatever you believed happens for you yeah and I, and I'm not unsure that I mean I think that I still kind of think that way because I just am so unsure of what happens but that doesn't make me feel better because I don't have you don't have to yet I understand that no, it, it's I, I know not, I don't, but it's uh, hard when you lose someone so close to you because then you're just in constant, like, you know what I mean? Which I do. is actually something that my therapist tried to talk to me about before my dad passed. We tried to talk about that, and that's when I came to that conclusion that he was like, well, what do you think the afterlife is? And I said, I think it's whatever that individual person believe believes but and then he was like well maybe you need to find like that's just a concept that's not my that's not a belief of what I think happens does that make sense yeah it's not your belief but it's a belief and he said well I think it would make you feel better if you really sat down with yourself and thought about what you think happens after someone passes so that way, when your dad passes, you you have something to look to, I guess, as an answer or whatever. I don't know. But I never came up with that, and I still haven't. It's okay. It's still fresh. I understand that it might be kind of daunting to not have that figured out, or at least think you have it figured out. Mm-hmm. But it's also kind of arrogant for the people who do think they have it figured out. And you gotta just let it happen organically. And I, I don't have a set belief on what happens in the afterlife. I also don't have a, 
a firm understanding of what life or reality even is sometimes sometimes it you know i go what is this all happening but it's the only experience i have yeah so i roll with it and i understand well, that, that you know of the of that i know <laughs> of it's the only experience that i know of that i have but sometimes i think of it as a monopoly board some people are the little iron some people are the little shoes and we're all just on a big game board and when someone dies take the piece off put it with the rest of the ones that match maybe these people are shoes maybe these people are irons me and my family are probably all the same kind of piece and all my friends and my experience are probably the all of the from the same variety and that's probably who we who we see when everything's gone done and over with i don't know who made the monopoly board i don't know what it means to go circle around it but i know that it's the only one i got it's the only one i have it's the only one i've experienced so i try to you know not go to jail and try to make as much money as I can to live a have a fun game, live comfort a comfortable game, and try not to be too ruthless to people because nothing <laughs> divides a family quicker than a game of Monopoly. So yeah.